Cool. Thank you guys so much for coming here today. Uh, really appreciate it. So why don't we get to know each other a little bit because we don't really know each other. Um, cool. So introduce yourselves if you want to start or if you want to start. I will go first. Sure. Uh, my name is Gabrielle Aguilar. I go by Gabby. I lead our research and education team at the Uva Green office mm -hmm. and I am a first year research student in the Faculty of Humanities. Awesome. Cool. What about you? Uh, so I'm Ivan and uh, yeah, I come from the Czech Republic, gotta represent my country because we are very tiny and nobody knows about us. So, uh, now uh, I'm doing the European Policy Masters and I did uh, European Studies uh, mass uh, uh, Bachelors in the, uh, in the past and uh, I'm for the Green Office uh, representing the campus team. So, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's really cool. It's really cool. So you're you're both part of the Uva Green office. You're both working there. How long have you guys been working there, participating in what they do? Yeah. Um. So I've been a part of the Uva Green office since the beginning of September. That has also marked the journey of my time at Uva, mm -hmm. my time in Amsterdam. A huge structural shift in my <laughs> life, Ivan. Yeah. No. I mean. Uh, I mean. I also am part of Green Office since uh, September uh, as Gabby. But uh, I've been involved with the Green Office last year when we, uh, since I was a member of the Central Student Council, uh, I had some sustainability portfolio catering uh, portfolio. Uh, on my back, so we did some collaborations with the Green Office and they were super helpful and uh, we managed to push some initiatives through. And so I thought after that year, maybe it would be a good opportunity to just focus on the sustainability part within the, within the university. And I think I was done with the just politics part. So it was a natural development for that. So, yeah. Nice, nice. So the, 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 the Uva Green Office, um, so a person like me who doesn't know anything about anything, what the hell is it? <laughs> well, the Green Office is basically our, our channel. The concept of Green Office emerged around, let's say, on, I would say around in uh, Europe in 2015 or even before where uh, sustainability became a very much debated issue and uh, not only became politicized, but of course students were the ones who uh, on the on the idol of Greta Thunberg started to march for for more uh, measures, and so students on universities demanded some more sustainability departments and initiatives. And uh, green office, as such, as a concept, is basically that rep should represent some in a should bring change to campuses, should find solutions, and um, as sustainability goes, it touches upon so many fields. Um, mm -hmm. So. Uh, yeah, that's I guess that's the green office in general. But then the UVA's office is, uh, yeah, should fulfill that role to bring sustainable ideas uh, into the campus yep. to connect people and. Uh, yeah, we have uh, so we have four like core teams, if you will, at the Uva mm -hmm. Green uh, office here, and so we are split up into campus, like Yvonne has mentioned, research and education in my space, and uh, communications as well as community, and so these are like the sort of core pillars that we center ourselves around, and each of us have our individual teams that have these individual goals that. Um, uh, facilitate this sustainability conversation mm -hmm. in various ways, whether that's through um, the waste systems on campus or the uh, 
courses that you're taking on sustainability related um, academia. So awesome. So so are you guys more uh, sort of in the action uh, element of helping with sustainability and things like that, or more so in the aspect of like consulting and recommending things to other people to implement. So do you implement the things that you suggest or do you have to convince a body to implement those? Yeah, <laughs> we definitely uh, have think... to convince bodies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. think I, I would sort of split the, the green office into, uh, maybe Gabby will disagree, but maybe not, like internal stuff and external stuff that goes uh, at the university. So mm -hmm. for example, as in campus leader, I think that's very much inter internal uh, stuff. And we are very much only talking to the bodies of the university because without them, we cannot really implement a change unless we can do some, let's say, vandalism and stick uh, stickers around the campus and, uh, and do some demonstration or, or revolution. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to communicate with uh, facility services, with uh, people who are taking care of the canteens, cafeterias, the waste management. And so uh, as it goes, UVA is a huge institution. You know, we have 40K uh, students. And so you have various different campuses and with that comes a lot of bureaucracy and with that comes a lot of politics as well, for which UVA is known. There's a really strong mandate for the central student councils and the faculty student councils. And uh, on the other hand, that's something that the Green Office does not have. So we do not have any rights of initiative or right of uh, consent on certain policies. This goes very much on the uh, student council level. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, maybe yeah. the research and education. Yeah, I'd could... say in the, the research and education space where we're specifically focused on taking a look at what kind of, how we're discussing sustainability mm -hmm. um, in a wide variety of courses and what sort of programs we're offering. Um, there is this space where we're invited to have a say in that conversation and um, sort of embody this student perspective. Um, but again, the final decision goes for, far up a chain of command, if you will. Yeah. And so while um, you know we can say as much um, as possible and try to speak on behalf of other students, um, at a certain point it leaves our hands and goes mm -hmm. further up. Mm -hmm. Cool. I really find it interesting that you have these sort of different teams. So you said you have the research and education mm -hmm. one, community one. Community. Mm -hmm. I know there's four. Communications. Communications and, and campus. campus. And campus. Okay, so your campus yeah, yeah. and your research and education. Yeah. Cool. So you, within, so from what I understand from the research and education committee or uh, sort of group, uh, it's really focused on building up what the other committees do, kind of. So you kind of structure the research and figure out the best way to do something based on what's available, and then also figure out how to best educate people about it. Sure, is that, is, sure, yeah? yeah. And that can take a space in such a wide variety of ways from like actually sitting in a classroom with a lecturer at UFA, learning about the climate crisis or learning about circular economies, or watching a workshop that a member puts on on our social media mm -hmm. or inviting uh, guest speakers who are working in a wide variety of careers in sustainability to teach students about what this journey could look like in a wide variety of spaces and so um, while we have these sort of distinct teams 
we all are sort of, you know, we're working towards the same goal and we're going to lay into each other's spaces. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's what keeps everything uh, harmonious, if you will, um, yeah, and, like and balanced. Some sort of like synergy in between all of these yes. different individually acting committees, kind of. Yeah. Um, so what about the campus committee? Is it more so focused on the things like problems within campus or how does that? Yeah, I think... Um, it it goes again. It's uh, I mean the campus. Uh, I would I would call it let's say everything physical that has to do or tangible that has to do with the campus and mm-hmm. maybe as a as a little bridge to research and education. I mean, the UVA is now a great uh, one of the biggest uh, publishing uh, uh, university and all the academic journals on sustainability. Mm-hmm. And so again, there is a uh, all. Our proposals for the campus basically are coming from research and education as uh, as by default, you know, and uh, we are basing our ideas on the academia, academic researches uh, or proposals that we get from these talks from these people who come to uh, to speak to our media mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, basically the uh, what the campus entails, or the, all the campuses, again, UVA, we, we, we have the Science Park, Rutgers Island, that's probably the most common one, but there, then there are the older buildings in the center, mm-hmm. um, or PC Hoofdhaus uh, at the spouse. So we, we have a lot of buildings, and I think that there's this problem which arises because uh, we want to implement more sustainable policies, but then sort of buildings which are older are very unsustainable mm-hmm. and there is again a clash with the cultural value of, of those buildings you know you cannot just rip off the glass uh, the windows and put a plastic ones there um, mm-hmm. which is a very legitimate argument but we have to as a university sort of think about that and again here comes the research where we have to <laughs> and this is not only the green office that operates with it this is the facility services yeah. our people who are working around the university but sort of this heating problem could be one of the things that we are looking into or we should uh, uh, tackle in the future. Then mm-hmm. we are looking at the waste uh, uh, management at the university because and sort of uh, this year's initiatives to is to really uh, not only show the university's uh, waste uh, management, but it's also to show the Amsterdam's uh, waste management because as uh, I think most of us are not only Dutch and internationals, but we uh, live in, uh, in Amsterdam. And we, I, I, I as an individual, I only noticed that last year during COVID, they put out the plastic uh, bins at the recycling parks. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, suddenly they disappeared. So I was like, oh, well, I cannot recycle plastic anymore. But uh, eventually it's more complex than that. They, mm-hmm. The city, uh, the company that is running the waste management is separating it at the end station or at end point because they don't trust the people yeah. in uh, recycling. And then you have the whole aspect of what can be recycled, what can't. Maybe we can get into that later when I will talk about the cafeteria. But uh, just to finish this, uh, this point, it, it really is... Uh, tracking or our aim is to minimize the waste uh, and this is something that we're concerned at the campus we really see huge amounts of waste at the campus every day uh, mm-hmm. from coffee cups from coffee cups yeah. that's why uh, <laughs> we are trying to Get implement <laughs> <laughs> we are trying to implement these uh, billy cups uh, of course they're not the only company that does it they're very popular at the Wageningen University completely now and so this is an example of a solution, a sustainable mm-hmm. solution, which 
works on multiple uh, multiple institutions and it's possible so yeah That's i awesome. think uh, yeah. like one thing that's so important about what yvonne has said is you know there there is obviously like yes get reusable cups yes recycle and there's all these actions that we can take to hold ourselves as individual accountable but we also are doing the work to hold institutions accountable from ufa decision makers and and beyond too so there, it really is a a tenfold sort of initiative that's not just focusing on this individual but the institution that's awesome and so so again just to, to to find the differences between these two committees i'd say mm -hmm. your committee of research and education is more fo focused on the theory aspect and then the campus committee is more focused on the practical aspect of or the application of that theory sure. is, is that a right comparison or it can be absolutely yeah. Yeah. if I, and and uh this is for a communication science program so mm -hmm. if i was a communication science student and i was going to say i really want to engage in the sustainability conversation at the academic level mm -hmm. does ufa offer that mm -hmm. then we you know we could go to this directory and look at these all of these sustainability courses from a wide variety of disciplines and actually there's none on communication science and mm -hmm. so my job or our job is to have a conversation then and say, how can we bring sustainability to this discipline? Because sustainability is so much more than just these um, like scientific pieces of it. It's it's policy, it's law or a law, yeah, policy law, but it's, uh, you know, it's mental health conversations, it's history, it's so much mm -hmm. more than just one facet. Yeah. And if we are going to position ourselves as a university that is kind of paving the way in this realm of sustainability, our course offerings should should reflect that. And so, you know, we engage in those conversations and try to spread awareness of what we do have, like what kind of courses we are offering and things like that. Um, so that it's a it's a, it's an accessible conversation, but it's also a diverse conversation. Yeah. That's that's really awesome. I think uh, I, I was taking a look at your website actually, um, and on there I noticed you have something called the Knowledge Hub. Mm -hmm. um, could maybe one of you guys explain? I would love bit? to. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, no, the Knowledge <laughs> okay. Hub is sort of like uh, this is what I always call it. It's like it's like a brainchild of the research and education team, mm -hmm. and so while it has been put forward by the Uva Green Office, it exists as its own entity, and okay. so the Knowledge Hub is centered around um, uh, creating, communicating, and collaborating. Mm -hmm. And so not only do does it aim to foster this space where um, people can come together and collaborate on sustainability-related projects, but also uh, uh, like businesses or, you know, if there's events in sustainability, there's, there's a space to say, hey, uh, such and such a business is hosting this film screening that's talking exclusively about sustainability. You know, here's an opportunity for you to engage in this conversation in Amsterdam, mm -hmm. in the film world. Here's an opportunity for you to engage in this conversation in the food world. Or it's kind of hoping to bridge this sort of 
okay, Uva Central, but Amsterdam as this mm -hmm. outer space as well. So, okay. I don't so, know if I yeah. so is it made by the Uva Green Office? Yeah, so uh, the research and education team um, put forward the Knowledge Hub last or earlier this year in March. Mm -hmm. And so it's only as successful as the users who are engaging with it. Mm -hmm. And so now that it's been created, we are starting to take a look at, okay, what does our user base look like? Is there val like there's value? How can we just increase that and work that? And so we're constantly improving on its design, doing what we can to spread awareness of it, um, whether that be talking to lecturers or just spreading it in our own personal circles as or well. going on a podcast. Like or going on time. a podcast, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. So that, that's, 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 I think that's a very creative idea of, of sort of uh, centralizing this, this uh, information and sure. having a place where you know people can go to and have these things. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, let, let's talk a little bit more about like sustainability within the university. Mm -hmm. um, so as you were saying within the campus, um, last year during the, the student, student elections, I heard that there was basically like, a, um, there was a party pushing towards um, making all food within the university vegan. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, was that party the Uva Green Office? Or was that uh, was the, uh, the Uva Green Office sort the, of like pushing towards that? The uh, Green Office is not a uh, political party or yeah. student political party such as uh, uh, Uva Social or mm -hmm. uh, DVS or... Well, there are more parties now. Uh, so we are, of course, suggesting some, uh, some proposals to the student council. Mm-hmm. Uh, as one of them, I, I don't think, and uh, because uh, last year I don't think that this proposal come up from the Green Office to the Student Council, but it may have in the past. Mm -hmm. But um, again, it's a it's a great proposal uh, or a great. Uh, it's it's one of the proposals that we hear often. You know, we mm -hmm. uh, as the Green Office, we get many insights on. From this, um, our Instagram is full of messages. Hey, can we do something about the waste at the campus? Can we do something about the non-reusable coffee cups at the at the campus? Mm -hmm. And uh, they're all great uh, re remarks, you know. But yeah. uh, again, sustainability. What we mentioned, it's very complex uh, on many many grounds. Uh, and uh, again, not only to. Uh, I can also complain for 30 minutes here about how we are handling sustainability at the campus, but we have to realize, and also I was there where I was just like angry, That's that was the reason why I went to the student council, I was angry on how we manage the, the waste and how, how come we have so expensive food at the cafeteria and we have we don't have a cutlery. I mean, I was coming from Eastern Europe where this is common base that you have food for three or four euros. This is also Germany, France. Not to only um, uh, give examples from Eastern Europe, but I was shocked. I was, I mean, we are in the, one of the most developed countries in, uh, in the EU or even in the world, and we, we are throwing uh, so much waste in the, uh, in the bin every day. And we're talking about, I will, I will get into it, uh, I'm sorry, but, uh, and we're throwing these uh, compostable uh, trash into the bin. Mm -hmm. Which is not even going to be recycled in the end, and it does not have any, any, any purpose. So. Anyway, that was the reason, but uh, um, uh, you have a lot of these proposals and it's very complex to put them through because, again, mm -hmm. the UVA is a very big uh, organization and uh, 
stuff that is not very easy to implement. As I was saying with the example of the heating in the in the buildings, you mm -hmm. know, you can't just tear apart the building. It's not the same with the canteen as per se, but there is a big problem and that is that the UVA, for example, in your question was about the vegan food offer, um, the UVA rents or basically hires a private company that runs yeah. uh, the, the cafeterias yeah. in the, uh, the university. And again, I can be, and, and I was trying to do this or at least push some more vegan and vegetarian options last year uh, with my team and with the green office. And then the counter argument is, okay, we either do not have the money or not that we don't have the money. Come on, the University of Amsterdam has a budget of 800 million euros even more i'm not gonna be uh do not quote me on that but it's around that uh, money of course it's a huge salaries blah blah but it's it's one of the richest institutions in the country mm -hmm. and the problem is that um well uh, regarding and these proposals at the canteens uh, if they are not going to create enough demand for that private caterer then uh, it's not going to be it's going to be very difficult to implement yeah, and then comes the question again. What Gabby was talking about in the in, uh, in the beginning of the institutional clash uh, with what individual can do as such. I mean, ultimately, if you go through this uh, tracking of sustainability as what you, what we three can do for sustainability as individuals. I mean, we can stop using the flights. We can stop eating meat, and you know, you can name it all. Stop using plastics as much, and but in the end, you will just. <laughs> Uh, gather and you will see that you as an individual cannot really change much. Uh, it's probably the demand or you have to demand from your institution mm -hmm. to implement these changes on large scales. Then you will get impact uh, on a larger scale and the problem within the university uh, lies in the fact that we want, we are very much following some goals, some sustainability goals. Mm -hmm. We have the white paper now which is saying that we have some emission reductions in the in, into the year 2026. Mm -hmm. White paper is a legal document. You can all uh, find it online, uh, white paper UVA. Uh, but the thing is, uh, again, on one hand, and it's, yeah, I'm not going to go into that, but uh, we want to do this, but then we do not want to externally fund these changes. Yep. That's the problem mm -hmm. at the university. So on one hand, uh, okay, let's be green. On the other hand, ah, oh, but that's costly. We're not gonna spend much money on that, yeah. and that—that's uh, not something that you can't have it. And it's striking, and it's horrible that this is happening at the university level, where mm -hmm. everybody should understand that this is something that we have to invest in. And uh, again, where we're producing all these articles as a university, but we—we we don't have uh, we our table is not clean. Uh, yeah. No, and I mean, I think, I think whether the table is clean or not, I don't think is the, really the focus of the Uva Green office. I mean, as you guys said, making these changes requires sort of like a bird's eye view perspective. I mean, you can't, you can't just go and change one part of the economy or the way the world works and hope it does not affect any other things. Mm -hmm. If you take off vegan food, meat eaters like me will be like, well, I'm no longer eating in the university. Mm -hmm. um, if you, um, yeah change the reusable cups some people might like it some people might forget their reusable cups and not be able to get coffee at school so then what do they do um, and i i really enjoy the way sort of the uva green office is really again like giving that looking at it from a bird's eyes perspective 
and um, trying to take into consideration that the economy of the school, the finances of it, uh, the social aspect of it, the actual convincing of the individual, um, and keeping in mind all of these different sort of like stakeholders. Um, now, other than these, other than these aspects that you guys want to change within the university, um, are there some aspects you're working on throughout this year um, that are maybe a difference from like consumer aspects of the university with like inside? Like you mentioned something about the, within the campuses, like the windows or something like that. I'm not sure what how would windows. Um, go? Yeah, no, that was a, that was an example of. Um, Maybe a fun fact for people uh, as well. Uh, one of the greatest also individual way how to save some uh, CO2 emissions is by turning off your heat. Mm -hmm. And uh, the buildings and the heat that is coming out of the buildings is one of the, in theory, the, or in effect, uh, one of the greatest pollutions in the cities as well. Mm. Especially, or it's great reduction if you have the old building with old insurance systems, you are basically, I don't know what's the percentage, but a lot of your heat is, uh, going, uh, is going away from the building. And mm -hmm. exactly that's what I was pointing at the older buildings or older campus at the, uh, in the center. So you have Roosters Island, which is fairly new. And you have Science Park, which is also very new, where the heating system or the sort of the standard is very, very good. Mm -hmm. The new constructions are also going to be very good. But again, uh, what you're... Uh, this is probably something that we cannot do anything about, but it's yeah. something to point out and take into consideration again and looking at sustainability and that, uh, you know, we want, on one hand, we want to try to get rid of the, the non-reusable coffee cups, which should be a minor, minor issue. It really, the using uh, non-reusable coffee cups is not the biggest issue of sustainability, don't get me mm -hmm. wrong, but it's the most easy thing to make solution because there are so many solutions you know and then it's still hard it's still uh, very hard to find uh, <laughs> to put it uh, implemented at the campus and Absolutely. the heating problem in general on the universities is basically even greater or it's uh, it's way higher and how can we solve that problem if we cannot solve this problem and that's the whole problem with sustainability perhaps in the western world perhaps and um, mm. yeah it's sort of i think that's also what's great about the green office is that it shows this local problematic and it can really, if you just look and close uh, close look at the little environment here and if you look at the big picture, it really is sort of scary in that sense. Yeah, I, I can imagine that. But, uh, but uh, I'm sorry, but yeah, Gabby, I think it's working on some uh, great issues this year. and uh, Oh, I'm doing yeah. my best. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you mentioned the Knowledge Hub, but I thought that you will touch upon. Yeah, I mean, the Knowledge Hub really is sort of the bread and butter of the research and education team right now, mm -hmm. making sure that we create a resource that is useful and being used by by UVA students, UVA professors, uh, mm. the city, and, and broader. And um, sort of taking us out of these little silos that we're in, you know, take me out of my media studies bubble and bring me into another bubble and hear the way other students are thinking about sustainability. Because when I think about sustainability, there's just a number of things that come to my mind. And when Yvonne really thinks about it, those are different. And so mm -hmm. the, the Knowledge Hub space is a way for us to 
um, have sustainability be so much more than just a reusable cup, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but have us really starting to ask critical questions about our institution, think about um, what does my digital carbon footprint look like? What is the history of the climate crisis? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I in- engage in these conversations where um, accountability exceeds more than just myself? Yeah. And so the Knowledge Hub really is trying to do that. Um, but we also have a Green Office podcast. Um, so my team will be doing a series, um, a sustainable ADU series, mm-hmm. talking to lecturers who are engaging in these conversations in the classroom, um, who are talking about the history of the climate crisis, who are asking really tough questions mm-hmm. um, and making sustainability so much more than just this individual tiny action that we can do to make change. And so um, the Sustainable EDU series is, is, is another exciting one. And um, we also host a series of green talks. And so, you know, um, as we start to think about sustainability and what a career in in not even just a sustainability related career, but just any career in general, how you can make sustainability like weave into those spaces. Um, we invite people to talk to students and um, interview and, and share these sort of experiences. Um, uh, like I said, with the tech world, like, mm-hmm. okay, you work for a tech company. That's not a sustainable company, but you can think about sustainability in the tech world mm-hmm. and you should be, right? And so um, these are ways that we can sort of address this conversation and, and create more awareness that's uh, enriching and mm-hmm. not just the same thing over and over again that institutions like uh the oil and gas industry or Coca-Cola are telling us to mm-hmm. that our actions are the only ones that are important, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I think that's, that's, that's really interesting the way you bring it up as in who does the accountability really go to as in, yeah. of course we can blame ourselves for all of these problems happening and we can see ourselves as the ones responsible, not to say that we are not, but not to say that we are fully. Sure. Um, I mean, with the, the difficulty that I find within sustainability is that as much as I want to be helpful to to the world, um, there are just certain things that are out of my hands. For yeah. example, as much as I try to reduce my carbon footprint mm-hmm. by not flying, I cannot really go back to my country without flying mm-hmm. unless I take a three day long trip. Yeah. Um, and so for me, that's where it really comes down to like the one individual's choice in the moment, as in you have choice between this biodegradable paper towel mm-hmm. or this other paper towel, and which one do you use? Mm-hmm. And hopefully people do use the better option and things like that, yeah. but hopefully also with research and education, um, these things can come out to those people who are actually accountable for the larger scale problems and the way they affect us. Yeah. But to sort of come back and kind of conclude our podcast, um, what are some things that you that you would uh, yeah first of all are you recruiting any people throughout this year so uh we do have uh so we had vacancies open at the beginning of uh the year mm-hmm. if you will and uh, expanded our teams and are now starting to operate in our teams um, but we do have vacancies that sort of stay up all year round and mm-hmm. so um, for instance, on the research and education side, if a student is trying to do some kind of sustainability-related project mm-hmm. at UVA and they need sustainability-related 
statistics and data and things like that, we have that. And nice. so we can help benefit their research mm -hmm. um, by partnering where they would still maintain ownership of their research, but we can provide them with information that they mm -hmm. need. So we always have, um, you know, uh, like research leads or research um research vacancies, if you mm -hmm. will, on that side where we can offer sort of mentorship and guidance along that um, space. But um, our website updates regularly as new sort of projects emerge because we always we go into the year thinking, OK, this is what we're going to tackle. Mm -hmm. And then things come up and that's just the the uh, nature of change. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we do update that as as vacancies do open um but i wouldn't say we're like actively recruiting our teams right now yeah. because we just actually built our teams and they're, they're yeah, starting yeah. to really um settle into the work as that a, we're doing as a maybe them. fun fact now the green office consists of 60 people yeah wow yeah. so they're <laughs> okay so when you say small team not so small no uh, <laughs> i mean i uh, yeah my team consists of 10 people okay. uh Great I people, have a but uh, yeah. Gabby is uh, yeah. her brains are going away. <laughs> uh, I don't know, what is it, 20? I think I have almost 20 people. Almost 20, yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the Uber Green office is led by six student yeah. leads, and then each of us are of our their own. own yeah, 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 and yeah. it's wonderful. It's um, awesome. And yeah. so, okay, if you were right now directly talking to our listeners, what would you tell them is the most important takeaway? about the UVA Green Office, if, you, if it was to be one message, whether it be be more sustainable yourself or whether it be come and join our team and help us out uh, or whether it be go scream at the canteen and tell them to put you the choose. what would it be? Um, it could be more than one I message. Have a, I think I have a message that I would just give in general to everybody and this uh, can we can affiliate or associate it with the green office, but just in general, there is there comes a point in time where, like you said, we we can hold ourselves accountable so much as the limitations of that, like with the flight situation, um, and sometimes we can fall into these spaces where we feel fatigue and we are. Uh, you know, you just sort of get bogged down. Why aren't there more? Why isn't our food more uh, cost efficient? Why aren't there more green offerings? Um, but when we can kind of um, learn how to hold ourselves accountable in little ways and and work through that, that really gets you to a space where you can start thinking about, okay, now how can I share this with another person and, and hold them accountable? Or mm -hmm. how can we then take this to our lecture and talk to them? So if you're a communication science student listening to this talk, why aren't there any sustainability related courses in your space? These yeah. are very relevant conversations to be in the communication science domain mm -hmm. um, and, and sort of it's so much more than just us. And so we can't bog ourselves down. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just important to remember that we can we can do what we can and then we can hold other people accountable too. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's 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 really well said. Would you have a, a message or something to add on to that? Yeah, I think um, I really like, yeah, exactly. Those kind of questions. Exactly. I mean, that's where I'm coming from. What I tried to explain in my first year, uh, you know, I was like, how come we don't have, uh, how come the food is, probably that was my first question. I like to spend, uh, save money. I was like, how come this food is so expensive? Yeah. 
And this has been like dragging me through two years, I guess, in the beginning. And I couldn't understand how come this is possible, you know. And I think, uh, and then sort of these questions uh, direct you to ultimately some kind of way, for, I, I think some kind of way of decision making on a greater level. Like, it, okay, this is done. This certain things are because how we govern ourselves or because there are certain rules and, and stuff like that, mm -hmm. certain contracts. But I think for me, like it ultimately comes to um, to politics and how things are being conducted. And uh, the same cases at the UVA, you know, you, I've had the chance to see it from the Central Student Council, which was a great experience and insight. And um, you, I think, or anyone, uh, that, that's my message and this is also a reason why I became affiliated with our uh, part of the green office and I think it's one of the tools and you can pursue the change even though it's a little change because we're still living in a and that's a great thing about democracy um, you know you you have to find a consensus and there's going to be opposing side which again that's too broad but um, where you have to sort of if you have a change you have ultimately a dialogue uh, with the other side and you can sort of find each other in, uh, in, uh, in the middle but point mm -hmm. is really these critical questions will get you where the, the change is needed and, mm -hmm. and really it creates it's a great journey I would say like even though it's been like only not even like three months in the green office you get to learn so much you know it's and, and you really again become to understand problems from a very different perspective you meet people who come from different backgrounds who can tell you, hey, it's really not that easy as you think. You know, like I would be screaming like, hey, yeah, exactly. Only vegan and vegetarian food. But then, you know, it's also there. there is some history and process behind any decision mm -hmm. that was taken. And that's not only like this old people, you know, taking decisions, which we can also criticize. But uh, there was some progress to it, even though if, if it was bad, if it was good, that's questionable in any specific case but mm -hmm. yeah to summarize it uh, I think really be critical and if you want to change something you really should find the right tools how you want to pursue that change mm -hmm. because ultimately it's uh, it, it's gonna lead you the right way if you're gonna conduct a change on a private scale that you're gonna come up with a technology that uh, will solve some issue or if you're gonna mm -hmm. really be there at the cafeteria as you say and like I want my vegan food Everything, whatever suits you uh, as an as a individual, I think you should go with it and uh, act like that, yeah. Absolutely. Th th thank you guys so much for, for really being here. To those listening, of course, remember to be critical. Remember to uh, go out there and support the thing that you um, find the most important thing. Impo the thing that you find to be the most important. Um, and of course, remember to, to not always blame yourself for all these sustainable things. You are the person that can ultimately controls your decisions and you don't control other people's decisions. Um, and so uh, with that in mind, of course, if you are interested in, um, in helping out the Uber Green Office in their mission, um, be sure to send them an email or reach yeah. out to them. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, mm -hmm. The Uber Green Office is on Instagram. We post yeah. there regularly when vacancies are open, when new projects are coming, when new uh, events or successes are <laughs> happening um, uh, and all of that. So. Yeah, that might, and our website too, but yeah, yeah and it, the it's website social media is fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And 
and the website is of course at uvagreenoffice.nl yeah. um, and their Instagram is at uvagreenoffice.nl Green office. Um, and yeah thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time thanks thank you thank you cool yo that was really cool, cool. awesome